2: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Creators Outlet. If you're listening to us on podcast, if you want to see any of the video portion that we're showing, just come over to Creators Outlet on YouTube and check it out for yourselves. Right now, we'd like to welcome our special guest this evening, Eric Corellis. How are you? Hey, what's up, William? So, uh, we talked a little bit and I got like a little bit of a hint of stuff, but uh, why don't you tell us how you got into art and uh, your, your journey to where you are today?
0: Okay. Um... This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. It was
1: 1983. I walked into my cousin's house and him and his, my cousin, Billy and my friend Frank, they were upstairs and they're painting an Aussie vest and they're using ceramic tools and scratching the paint on the back of this vest. And I was like, what the hell are you guys doing? It's like, we're painting a vest. I was like, Get a paintbrush. I said, So I got a paintbrush. I said, give me this thing. Let me do it. So I went in there, and I painted the back of the jacket. And it was uh, you know, that, that big uh, skull that Ho- Ozzy has right here on his chest.
2: Mm-hmm. Put it on the
1: back of a vest. 11th grade, art teacher sees it, hunts me down, and says, 12th grade, you're taking art. So I said, sure, no problem. At the end of the 12th grade, I got a four-year full scholarship to college. Oh, cool. Everything paid.
2: That, that's the only way to go to college.
1: Oh, all I had to do was just pay for my gas. And um, when I started uh, 12th grade, I started taking airbrush lessons at a Busy Bee mall. The first portrait I painted was Nikki Six on a t-shirt. As soon as the guy who owned the t-shirt shop saw that, he hired me. And then uh, December and January going into 1984, I started painting jackets and one Iron Maiden after another, after another, after another. That's how I started.
2: So we were talking because i uh, I showed uh a I showed you a pick a uh, like a little pick of my jacket that I had done years ago and it's it's hanging up around here somewhere I think it's on the other side of my uh on the other side of my bookcase way down the end um but I've always loved watching guys and i I've, I've become friends with a bunch of guys that use airbrush stuff but I found you through, and I'm going to call him your super fan that you did the the wooden plaques of, of Eddie for. Oh, yeah, this. Nick the Cigar Guy. This. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's a 22, in-
1: let me back up a little, it's a 22 inches tall, you can see it's as big as my torso, and it's 15 inches wide. Um, my buddy Rod, the cigar guy, he came over here. I did some for him, and when he posted it up, boom! I got such a hit—you know, twenty-one thousand people viewed the video. So, I think Rod's going to be my spokesperson from now on. No blonde, yeah. no brunettes. I'm just going to stick with Rod, the cigar guy, as my spokesman.
2: Yeah, you get a you get a, you get a rock star like him just plugging how how great these are.
1: People love him, and you know, it's not just um. Like airbrushing, um, I got into digital artwork, too. I was uh, um, a marketing guy in in advertising agencies, and I do illustrations on computer, airbrush, paintbrush, you name it. So that thing I actually did all by paintbrush on MDF board, and it got posted up by um, Eddie the Head Fan Club, and he posted up on Facebook. And one morning, you know, I got an email from him, and he says, hey, you know, buddy, I did you a favor. Go take a look on Facebook. And he posted up the video of me painting it. All day long, I heard my phone. Bing, 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 bing. 550 followers in under 12 hours. Wow. I was like, okay, now now I know what needs to be done to get some followers. That couple with reels and showing people what you do could definitely boost your your um, your followers up. But. It's uh, you got to be
2: at it every day. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough it's a tough thing to do. I mean, you know, I've been at I've been at this for a couple of years. I'm no artist. I just talk to artists and like a lot of indie comic book creators and, you know, various other people. You know, anybody that creates something, I want to talk to them. Okay. And uh, I think it's it's so cool what you do. Like I, I've seen people do it, but not like you. Like I've um, everything I see is, you know, straight airbrush. But
1: yeah, what I do is definitely not straight airbrush. I um, I have done illustrations where it's straight airbrush, but you know that's that's a whole new look onto itself. What I do is kind of like uh, not mixed media, but mixed techniques in order whatever it takes to pull off an effect. I mean, sometimes you'll see uh, I'll prime the jacket first. Sometimes uh, I'll start painting directly on the jacket. Yeah, that's that's a case right there where I started etching away at it. I primed it in green. I started cutting away at the, the uh, eddy one by one and piece by piece. And for that, it worked out perfect because uh, I call that a floater when it floats on the back of a, a denim jacket and you can see a lot of the material. I love the way that looks. It's, it's so much better than just cutting in a whole panel and making it one big square or rectangle on the back of your, your jacket. And um, then I started incorporating uh, fluorescence and iridescent uh, paints into the jackets to give it that extra boom like I just don't use acrylics. I use fabric paints. I use acrylic paints. I use actually water-based automotive paints on these too, because wow. as soon as you put clear coat over them, it's completely protected and you can wear it.
2: Yeah, I know that. That's how. Uh, that's how my buddy, <coughs> excuse me, my friend Jerry did my jacket. Is he clear coated it and then heat pressed it down?
1: Yeah, you got to heat press it if you're using fabric.
2: And that, that's another uh, skill altogether, too, is that, you know, is to get the heat press going and be that able to do it channel. without destroying yeah. it.
1: That jacket you have up there, um, I met the guy at the Apple store. I, I needed to get something fixed on my, uh, my iPad, and I started showing him pictures. Next thing I know, he's calling me up. He says, I want to buy a jacket. I want you to paint it for my father for Father's Day. So I gave him a price, and then uh, he sends me over the jacket but drops it off. It was the biggest jacket i ever seen. I mean, I, I, I had to, like, change the design because he's almost two and a half feet tall, Eddie, from the top of his head to the, the bottom of uh, where the grass is right there. Mm-hmm. And that was a really, really fun piece. That I wish I would have um, been doing the reels back then. I would have known to take more shots and video and showing how I did it because it's a little choppy, it just goes right to the end and you just see the final details
2: instead of exactly how it's done. Yeah, but you you end up getting like so much texture in these from all the different uh, mediums you're using though, right? All the different kinds of uh, paints you're using gives it like a a texture all its own too.
1: Oh yeah, like um, I'll use uh, airbrushes, paintbrushes, um, actually toothbrushes sometimes if I need to get stippling effects. I mean, whatever it takes. And I, I've been doing the same method since high school where um, I just stretch this onto a, a board and make sure I get it nice and flat because I see all these people on um, on Instagram and in painting jackets all over the place and they lay them on their, their dining room table and they put cardboard underneath them and they had all these waves on them and all they're doing is battling trying to get the paint on there. I was like, just... Why wouldn't you stretch it flat? Yeah. That jacket right there, I did that in uh, 1986, I believe it was. You could actually see the date somewhere. It was for two brothers that I still hang out with till today, Walter. <laughs> wow. Uh,
2: I'm not sure what I was doing in 86, but I'm pretty sure I was at a kegger. Yeah, they don't fit those guys anymore, but they still
1: have the jackets at
2: yeah, my, well, the, the jacket I showed you doesn't, well, I can still get into it, but the zipper was like a mile apart from each other, so. Okay. You know what? Cut the sleeves off.
1: Turn it into oh. a vest, and you don't have to worry about the zipper. Oh, okay. That one right there, a guy by the name of Jay Pantaleo, I always spell it, say his name, Pantaleo. He's down in um, Pennsylvania. And right out of the gate, when I started doing this online, he says, I want two of them. I said, two. So I did that and purgatory for him. And then I did my first giveaway where it took about a year plus to get to 1,000 followers. And uh, no one picked up on it that you can enter as many times as you want. So I had 54 people in total who entered the contest. 27 of them were Jay. Well, he, he, now he's going to get another jacket. It's going to be killers on the back of his.
2: So is, is Maiden what you get requested for most, or is it just what you like to do the most?
1: Maiden the most. It, I've painted more Iron Maiden denim jackets over the years than any other jacket, but I welcome all sorts of jackets, not just Iron Maiden. Um, like, uh, I just finished one... Um, uh, a Lemmy Motorhead which oh, nice. was really fun to do and then I finished a, another one a couple weeks ago a pinhead first horrid denim I ever did was for a guy in England and he shipped the jacket over from England I had the jacket for about a year and um, I worked on it a little here a little there and then just plowed through it and um, I was very happy with the results Ooh. not just on man, it could be any anything
2: Ooh, who's that I think I got worms wants to know what your favorite project that you've ever worked on is my favorite project that I ever worked on.
1: Hmm. Um, I don't know. Every time I do one, I I kind of like fall in love with it and I want to keep it. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I hope that the, I don't take a deposit on these things. I just tell people, send me a jacket, I'll paint it. And then when it's done, I'll send you a thing and you send me the money and then we're all good. And, uh, you know, every time I finish one, I want to keep it. But uh, I'd have to say, let me. Think. Can you hold on one second? <laughs> sure. Um, I'd have to say, my favorite one was 1986 Judas Priest uh, Sad Wings of Destiny. Of all the jackets I did, that one was the most challenging. But if I could have get if I could get one of those jackets back and I could have it in hand, it would be a Randy Rhodes jacket. He has the polka dot flying V. That was mm-hmm. my favorite one of all time. It's really deep down in my profile. I did it many many years ago, and when I painted it, the the girl went to a show, and someone offered her seven hundred and fifty dollars right then and there for the jacket. She was like, "No, it was a birthday present for my boyfriend." So, I hope
2: yeah, that right. answers the question. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Now I, I saw this, uh, the Misfits piece you did, and I was just like, "That's funny." Because my daughter asked me; uh, her birthday was a couple months ago, and she asked me to uh, to buy. She wanted some overalls, and her mother wouldn't buy her overalls for whatever reason. Okay, and she's like, "I want them to be black," but they had in her size one of them that was, you know, it's all cloth. So it's like all cotton. It's not. It's not denim, but it was the Misfits logo on like the front bed. Oh, really? And most of her most of her playlist is like all heavy metal on on Spotify. So I go. Go ahead. You can listen to them. I think you like them.
1: Oh, then when Misfits pops up,
2: I have a Star
1: Wars design that I did. I do digital comps first. And then I send it to the client and I show them what, how I envisioned the jacket first. And it was, um, I can't pronounce his name. He was, um, Han Solo's son. Oh yeah. I know who you're talking about. I have a comp of that, that I can post up on my profile. Um, the person never decided to move forward on it and I wanted to paint it, but, uh, you know, I would love to do a Star Wars one. Actually, I'm going to be doing one of those cutouts of Darth Vader, and I'm going to put LED lights red behind it, and it's going to have the Imperial crest behind it as well. Oh, cool. I like taking a, a requests for things I haven't done yet. I mean, I'll do Iron Maiden ones, but if, you know, someone asked me to do a purgatory or run to the hills again, I'd say I've done it. Pick something else.
2: Mm.
1: What effect is the most difficult to achieve and why? Yeah. Um, Oh, that's most difficult effect to achieve. Um, that's a hard question. Uh, the Metallica jacket that I just did, uh, Master of Puppets. Depth of field, when it blurs and gets deeper and deeper and deeper into a picture, as well as the hues changing, or all the hues are the same, you got to really pay attention. That's probably the most challenging thing to do, to try to, to – you know, you're painting a jacket about you know 12 inches wide and you're trying to make it look like it, it goes on forever. So it would definitely be uh the metallic metallic master of puppets.
2: Yeah, trying to get that uh depth perception down on the on have a reel, of, I have a reel of that one up there. Uh he said, Oh yeah, Kylo Ren. That's it, Kylo
1: Ren. Yeah, he's got a um he's got the lightsaber and it's predominantly red and I have the lightsaber where it's breaking across the seams. So, you know, he's painted in the the back of the jacket Then you see the lightsaber comes out and breaks over the seams and it looks like it's glowing and sticking out of the the rectangle. It's really cool looking. I'm going to post it up. I have, I've done a lot of them and some people have just backed off and never went forward with them. So I put them up and I say, you know, up for grabs. And what I mean by that is you, you send me your denim and I'll, I'll paint that on the back
2: of your denim. What's the, what material is the hardest to paint but has the best outcome?
1: Leather. Because I use a lot of tape. Um, I'll use masking tape. Um, I use this tape a lot. This is the most forgiving tape you could ever use when you're doing illustrations. Front you can, tape. You can put this right over the painting and pull it off and it will not pull the paint off. Now, when you're working on leather, um, you know, it's a natural substance. So when you start to pull the things off, you have to worry about pulling the paint off, but there's no big deal. I don't, I don't care. I just go back and touch it up. But uh, leather is the most challenging, but it looks the best. I mean, it's, it's like painting on a soft, plush, velvety surface. Unlike the denims, they're rough and, um, it's like painting on a sponge when they're
2: they aren't primed. And I think I got worms is Isaac. This is I Isaac,
1: what's up brother? Frog tape. Yep. Frog tape, definitely get that. I, I um I don't only really use frog tape. I use a uh, pinstriping tape like the automotive pinstriper guys mm. use. You'll see it in there sometimes. You'll see that there'll be a whole bunch of blue and orange and yellow lines. When I need to go around curves and things like that, like that painting that's up there right now that I'm painting, what I would do is right in the middle of painting it, I'll spray acrylic clear over it. And I'll give it like an intercoat so it locks down everything. And then I could put my tape or my frisket or my uh, automotive pinstriping tape right over it. But most of that jacket was freehand airbrushing and pinstriping. But I used a different technique. See, everything's white right there. Yeah. That's, um, instead of using graphite paper, I used white Sorrel paper. uh, And when you draw on it, it transfers the picture onto the the primed denim. It's a pain in the ass because you have to sit there painting over all that white and you have to hide it. So I wouldn't recommend using it. I I did it once and I wasn't happy with the results. But I like the way the painting came out. I wouldn't use that stuff again. I'd rather prime the jacket lighter and sketch it in. Ooh, Jaws. Oh. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah, that was so much fun to paint. Uh, the fellow I painted this for, I went to high school with. And over the years, I probably painted about 20 jackets for him. And wow. Yeah, he just, he'll just he just pop out of nowhere and say, Eric, you know, I need this done. I need that done. And um, he said, I want a jacket that I could wear at the beach when it gets cold at night. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" You can wear <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna cut the sleeves off. I'm gonna wear it at night when it gets cold. It was, I should turn some heads." And uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to do. Oh, that's awesome. That was uh, primed, as you saw in the beginning. I actually prime it and in the color that the jacket's gonna be. Instead of doing it white, sketching it, painting it, you can cut through all that and prime it with the predominant color of the jacket like that. uh It's like a grayish green. What I did is I mixed metallic paints in there. So when you see this jacket move, it actually shimmers. It's got the metallics in the water and in the shark.
2: Came out so amazing too.
1: And that was before I learned how to do the reels. All those reels and the videos that I put up, I actually just sit there and, on the couch, watching TV on my iPhone, um, splicing them together. Oh, the zombie jacket. Oh man. That's another one, the same technique. There was no sketching done. I just went in there when I primed it first, I used that Sorel uh, transfer graphic paper again, and then just started hacking away, painting, airbrushing, painting, airbrushing. And that's for a buddy of mine, Craig he's a principal in high school and he wears that in high school <laughs> he, he's actually getting this jacket done next oh dude uh, this is spawn and what i did is i sized this up on the computer so it's this this printout is my reference it's the same exact size as the back of this jacket so i'm um, when I'm visually looking at it, I'm copying one-to-one. Now, Craig's not aware of this, but all of this paint that's going to be right here and down here, I'm going to be using neon, fluorescent, and glow-in-the-dark. And I'm not going to tell him. So when he goes outside and then comes inside, this thing's actually going to glow. This is actually, I'm going to be working on this tomorrow, and hopefully it'll be done uh, by Monday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've been waiting for this do that one for a long time. It's going to be a
2: lot of fun. Wow. Well, I guess he wears a zombie jacket around because, you know, he wants to let the kids at the school know that, you know, F around and find out. Uh. Oh, yeah, he's really
1: good. For a long time, um, Mickey Mouse, I did a Mickey jacket, and I did this. This outperformed every other post that I put up. And I was like, God, Disney and Mickey are killing all my other work. But then Rod came in And Pinhead from um, Hellraiser came in and just destroyed Mickey. And they had the number, like, one and two spots. So I was getting tired of looking at Mickey Mouse. There's the depth of field. Yeah. Wow. Peeping all those strains of grass and wheat. That was a very challenging jacket. I was working on that jacket and um, another jacket at the same time because I was getting bored doing the grass and I would just put it to the side and then go jump onto another one. I mean, ideally uh, behind me, I, I could set up a whole bunch of jackets behind me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was going to have three or four of them in the, in the works at one time. But the only problem is my palette can only hold a certain amount of cups and colors and, and I have to keep on shuffling on around. So that didn't really work out very well. See how that breaks the seam. Yeah that's what's a little bit different about my jackets than other people. They want to squeeze everything into that rectangle. You got the whole back. Yep. Speaking of the whole back. I was going to ship this out, but I held on to it so I could show this. This jacket. Oh, dude. This is a monster. I mean, look at the size of that head on this thing. And it's got, I'm trying to make it, there you go. See the metallics? How, yeah, it shines. and. Yeah, it's got metallic paint, fluorescent paint, neon paint. And uh, he hasn't seen the jacket except for the video that I posted up on the site. But uh, this is for a friend of mine from high school. He said, I have to find the artist. This isn't my own design. I found this online, and I forgot where I found it. So i got to give this guy credit because it's it's not my design. It's his. I just copied it and painted it on the back of the jacket. But my intentions are, since I'm running out of... Iron Maiden stuff, people keep on wanting the same stuff over and over. I'm going to start doing my own designs, original Iron Maiden stuff, like uh, Derek Riggs would, and put my spin on it, and just throw them on the back of a jacket, and uh, people can have an original of something that looks like Derek Riggs, but, you know, Eric did it.
2: Oh, yeah, that, that'd be killer. I actually just bought, uh, I collect Buku comic books and action figures, and I just bought the, uh, the pilot Eddie figure uh, a couple weeks ago.
1: Was it 3D printed?
2: No, no. It it it's actually licensed. They actually have it licensed through a company. Okay. And
1: uh that's the jacket that was just won
2: by Jay in
1: um, Pennsylvania. So um, I'm painting that one for him for free. Wow. You see it's a little different. You know it doesn't have the city in the background. Does it? It doesn't need to say Iron Maiden. If you don't know who that character is, then you don't know who that character is. I just thought it looked cool with the the axe coming over one side and his hand coming over the other. I just wish I could have made his head pop out more on the top. I I wanted to paint that for myself for the longest time, and I was kind of sad that Jay won it. I tried to talk him out of it. He's like, no, 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 I want that. (laughs) So he's going to have Run to the Hills, Purgatory, and that. Ooh, Joker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a fellow online, um, Jody, at Royac Designs.
2: Royac, oh, yeah. I've talked to him before, know,
1: yeah. I started seeing him do these things, and he inspired me to, like, start doing these. And I was like, wow, look what he's doing there. It's like, I want to put my twist on this. But you see how I'm doing this right here? Mm-hmm. When they do the um, comic books, they do what I'm doing right now first. And then they color it in, and then they go back in, and they touch it up. What I did is I sprayed all the color in and I locked it in over a light pencil sketch. And then I blew um, lacquer over it. And the eyes, they're metallic green and so is the hair. So when you move that thing around, I have that on the wall behind me. When it moves, you, you can see in that picture, it, it actually shimmers, there's metallics automotive paint in there. It's a really, really cool piece to see up front, right in front of your face.
2: That is sick. Whoops, you've gone too far. Batman
1: Who Laughs. Batman Who Laughs. That's the same same technique. Um, I had that sketch on there. Then I, I primed it, sketched it, and then blew lacquer over it just to lock it in so I don't smear it when I'm working. And Then I just quickly go in there and blast in the color until I feel I, I've, I've gotten as far as I can go, making sure that I can still see the original pen, pencil sketch lines. And then I go over there and I cover them up with... Um, all the black and that's a, a metallic black paint that i mixed up so that when i clear coat over it you'll see speckles of metallic everywhere where it's black on that and that i have right up behind me too yeah you see it in the picture
2: oh yeah that's just oh i'm just drooling over here like, like an old man in their nursing home that's the one yeah. that
1: got me blasted off actually i finally broke a a thousand followers. I mean, 550 in one day. It was like lightning in a bottle. And I know exactly how it happened, why it happened and, and what was done. So um, I'm working on a, a power slave piece. That's going to make this look like nothing. <laughs> oh man! And, um, I'm not going to give the power, power slave piece away, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to make prints of it, cut them out, print it and, I'm going to give one away, and then I'm going to try to sell a couple of them.
2: Oh, yeah. People love prints.
1: Yeah. I, I figured out a way to do it where, you know, it looks cool like that. I have them side by side, and the color is almost exact. It's just, you know, I I don't keep my original artwork, and I just started to because these things I'm falling in love with. After I paint them, I, like, I don't want to part with them, so I hang them on my wall. But I'll make a print of them and, and sell those. Oh, Yeah. I've got,
2: I've got a slew of prints around here.
1: That jacket was for Rod, the cigar guy.
2: Oh, nice. And
1: he hasn't posted this up on his wall yet. Um, he gave me this thing a while ago and he said, just do what you want. So I'm showing in there, step-by-step step what I do, chipping away at it, airbrushing, paintbrushing, pinstripe detailing, uh, fluorescent paints in the background. And then I just spray, uh, acrylic clear over it. And that was done by a fellow in South America. His, his name is Pardo P A R D O. Um, if you look online on Instagram, you can find him all over the place. He does some really cool work. That was, that's his design that, um, I just remixed and did it in my style. That's cool. That does not exist. That is a digital comp. Someone said, I want um, Trooper done. So I mocked this up in Photoshop to show them what it's gonna look like. And they're actually on my to paint list. This is gonna be a present for somebody. Oh, nice. That was a lot of fun. I wanted to that image since he passed away. And a friend of mine, Chris Saar, went to high school junior high elementary school uh, he said i want i want a randy jacket so i said uh, what do you want He goes, i don't know so i remember that picture and said all right i put it on the back of the jacket i sent it over to him i said but i'm going to paint this in metallic paints that's all metallic except the, the lighter colors it's blue metallic black metallic silver metallic gray metallic and when that thing moves it, it shimmers the picture does not do it justice. When you see it in person, it's like, uh, that's probably one of my favorites in the top three.
2: Wow. Oh yeah. We can, I can, you can see a little bit of the the shimmer with the, of the light source coming no. down on Randy. What I did is I, I,
1: I found a really crisp, tight, nice picture of that. But I didn't want to just do a portrait. I wanted to do that effect where it seemed like it's kind of animated looking. Mm -hmm. So I actually just brought the picture into Instagram and applied a filter on it, and that came out. So I blew that up, and I had a a reference material the same size as the jacket. I always do one-to-one, and uh, I copied it from that.
2: Very cool. Oh, my God.
1: I got that behind me. Um, Jody over at Royak Studio, I saw his Spider-Man. I was like, I want to do a Spider-Man piece. So I did that. And that Spider-Man head and that Green Goblin head and the web was a nightmare. I I completely finished painting both of those heads. And I decided, you know, I want to make this thing nice and shiny. I spray the clear on it, and I go to Lowe's to go pick up some more supplies. And when I come back, both heads, all the paint is all wrinkled and rising and rippled and oh, completely man. wrecked. And I, and I had to have it done in three days. So um, right then and there, you ever watch those car shows?
2: Yeah. Like, um,
1: the Count Customs and stuff like that? Yeah. I hear them when there's an imperfection, buried in the lacquer. So I was like, all right, let's give it a try. So I got a little spray booth in my garage, and I sprayed about 20 coats of lacquer over both of them. And you can't see, you can't see any of the wrinkles. It's buried there, all the wrinkles are still there, it's hidden. Then on the background, where it's black in the spider web, it was supposed to be metallic silver. So I used vinyl to cut it out. I sprayed the whole thing, shiny metallic. Put the vinyl down on top of it. Then when I pulled it up, it's due the next day now. All the paint came up. And I had to put this at a show. So I sat there in my garage pouring lacquer thinner and thinner on there, scraping that thing. And it's four feet tall with razors. And then I hand painted all of that that night, mounted it, put it together and dropped it off the following morning for the show. Wow, Nightmare piece. I have, I have three of those in my house right now. Um, one is one in the garage. There's another one in the garage of the Green Goblin. I'm going to put those up for sale. They look just like those. But I have a third Spider-Man. I actually cut out his eyes. And I'm going to put uh, white plexiglass in there and an LED light. My son wants that in his room. Oh, nice. So he'll have a a lit-up Spider-Man. He's a big Spider-Man fan. What's that?
2: And who is this? Oh, that's going to be Goblin, right? Yep, Green Goblin. Batman.
1: Oh, yeah. That's just, um, you know, I was looking at what Jody does over at Royak
2: mm-hmm. and
1: uses uh, MDF board. So I tried the MDF board and I just painted that one black on top of the MDF. I threw that on the floor in my basement on the exercise mats and threw a light behind it. But um, after looking at it a while, I said, you know what? I think Batman could look a little cooler and I just hung him I just hung him up in my office today now he looks that piece right there now looks like this oh wow if I could get close you can see I painted uh, all the grub and his hair on his face and the only reason why I did that was there was an imperfection. Like right over here, it's a big mm-hmm. scratch, and I couldn't figure out how to cover um, cover the imperfection. So I said, you know what? I pulled out um, colored pencils, and I put all those little details of all that hair to make his grub in color pencil. So you can put color pencil on top of airbrush, on top of MDF, and then I lacquer over it, and then. I lightly sand it and I painted it over it again. I kept on doing that and adding more and more. And then there's a whole bunch of metallic up in here, too. And he lights up. Any lights up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just cut out so I could eventually put the lighting behind there
2: and hang them up on my
1: wall. Oh, that's rad, dude. You just pop that back on the wall. That that I originally started doing, and uh, all those brown lines that you see
2: there—brown
1: mm-hmm. sharpie marker. Wow! And just brown sharpie marker, all it in there. But then it started to bleed into the MDF board, and I didn't like the way it looked, so I said, "Let me go back over it with uh, some paint." So I mixed up a whole bunch of brown paint. I finished it and I thought all oh, that looked cool. And then my OCD kicked in and I overworked it and just kept on painting it and painting it and painting it and it ended up being full color and on the wall now. <laughs> when I was trying to get a uh, thousand followers, I was posting these up to, to get people to enter the giveaway. So, William, say you wanted to enter and you liked that jacket, all you'd have to do is post that on your wall, tag a couple friends, and say that you're in. And I would include you in on the giveaway. And i give you a number. And if your number was pulled, that corresponds with that one, then that's what I would paint on the back of your jacket. Right. So that's a digital comp. That one's a digital comp as well. but. I have painted that in the past also. That's what the um, Power Slave is going to be, Power Slave piece. That's from um, – I found that online, and I thought it was really cool. And I have somebody on my list, about four jackets from now. It's going to send me that jacket. I'm going to be painting that on a jacket. That's actually the comp, but when I'm finished, it's going to look just like that. That's another digital comp.
2: Yeah, that's badass looking with the lightning coming out of his eyes, though.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was missing something. So I said, you know what, let me just add something to it. And um, I like the way it looked. Um, when people say, well, what does, what's the jacket going to look like? There you go. This is to make it crystal clear. That I found online, too. Um, his name starts with a T. I keep on seeing... Um, Eddie Graham 999, a new Iron Maiden guy, at Eddie Graham 999. And he featured this artist several times in the last couple weeks. This guy does phenomenal work. I can't remember his name, but if you go on there, wow, does some really cool stuff. That's one of his pieces, but I just put his face. That, that's a digital comp too. I was on an Iron Maiden kick that day, and I wanted somebody to win, and I wanted to paint a – a different type of iron made with the hedge is huge on the back kind of like that that last piece that i just showed you that jacket mm-hmm. yeah. but all these here i'm going to post up and say would you like this design on the back of your jacket if so contact me so those are going to go up like that same thing again i mean i put i made so many that's an original piece of artwork that i created uh, created that digitally and mm-hmm. then superimposed that onto the back of the denim and kind of looks like it was painted on the denim, doesn't it? Yeah yeah, I, I used to do photo retouching and um, stuff like that. So I use that skill with this to promote how something could possibly look. So no one's asked to have that done, but I thought it was a cool design. That was a top-rated design I had for a long time. Nobody beat that until just lately. That piece I gave away, that was my very, very first giveaway. I mailed that out this year um, in February. It went all the way to Italy. It made it all the way to Sardinia. The woman did not pick it up. It's somewhere in Italy. They don't know where it is. She didn't get it. I can't get it back. And they won't give me my shipping money back. So UPS, you
2: suck. I hate you.
1: Here's the piece right there. Oh, yeah. And I was inspired to do that. I was watching all the cool stuff that Jody does over at Royac. And uh, I figured, let me do one. I look like a giant tiki right there. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, the grass the grass the grass
1: it's the same color over and over and you have to paint in all the negative space first so you know where the grass is and then you have to build it and then airbrush over it to darken it and then pull up highlights over it and then airbrush over it and so it looks like there's layers of grass going like this it's it's That had two different um, spots that were hard, the grass in the front to make it look like it's going back, and then the uh, crosses in the back going on into infinity. It's a royal pain in the ass, that jacket. On that cutout, Mm -hmm. I just glued the eyes from behind. I wanted to cut them out of um, flexing and light it up. You know, there's a William. Yeah, there's a real way way up at the top of the profile of, uh pinhead let
2: me let me a grab that imperfections tend to lend way to improvements
1: yeah they do especially if there's a lot of detail just You just go with it, and, and you add to it. Let me see. You can see it's hot in my house. I mean, I'm, I'm turning pink here.
2: <laughs> A different shade of pink, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, my son always makes fun of me. He goes, hey, Dad, you look like the American flag, you know, red, white, and blue, white hair, red skin, you know. <sighs> I'm
2: looking for it. Not quite seeing it though. I got something really cool if you want to see it. Oh, yeah, sure. I did
1: this. An ex girlfriend of mine gave me her son's um, motocross helmet. And I had a video up there, be chipping all the paint off. And I like the New York Giants. And this is the year that they went to the Super Bowl. So I figured, you know what? Let me make a. You make a helmet.
2: Oh man.
1: Hardcore giants man. L- look, look at these spikes. I you mean know? <laughs> this thing's like an inch and inch and a quarter. And I drilled out all the holes. You can see this metallic blue paint. This this paint is a uh, auto air paint. And I did that on both sides.
2: Wow. Yeah it's a. it should have been a Raider helmet definitely. Well, oh, I don't know about that being a being a Denver fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with all the spikes and everything, but
1: you know, oh yeah, I went to this party at a bar, and everybody was taking it, putting it on the head, and taking pictures of it. So it was pretty cool. Oh, that's bad. old
2: school
1: tattoo. This is a helmet somebody gave me, and I said, you know what, let me just uh, see if I can paint the dragon on this, and a lot of metallic paints on there, lightning in the front. They did a samurai on the other side. Oh, that's so cool. So it's not just jackets. Um, pretty much any media I could paint on. I got another one here, too, and... I want to definitely shout out this person's name.
2: William, still there? I'm still here, yeah. Okay. I, just, I put you on full screen so oh, okay. we can get a good um, look at the art.
1: Joe Coppabianco from Hope Gallery in Connecticut. I went to high school with him, and I airbrushed in a T-shirt shop with him. I asked him if I could knock off one of his designs, and I painted it on a helmet. So this is a Joe Bianco design that I airbrushed. on this helmet. It's actually in his Blood Pudding book. Oh, and this was all done in sepia tones, but I did this in black and white. And I did this for a friend of mine who was starting a motorcycle shop and he gave away these helmets and he asked artists just to paint them and he was gonna auction them away. Well, he auctioned them away. I bid on it and I won my own helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw nobody was bidding. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna bid on it I'm gonna win it back. So. I bought my own helmet back. I'm going to build a shelf, and I'm going to hang them up behind me. Cool. And I got one other thing, as far as automotive goes. I got a matching tank downstairs in the basement, because this is a split tank for a Harley. So Mm -hmm. someday, if I can figure out how to match these colors, which probably I will never be able to do. um, I should have did both at the same time.
2: Oh. Now we're going to ask, uh, how long is your commission list?
1: Right now it's 15 deep.
2: 15 deep. And um, let me put my glasses
1: on. I can give you a, a rundown of uh, what the up- upcoming projects are. Next is Spawn. And then I also have jacket. I have to paint just roses on the back, so it's going to be a far departure from what I normally do. It's just going to be very girly and flowery and flowers and girly and bumblebees. And, you know.
2: Well, your son's bound to not make fun of you for that
1: one. Um, um, I mean, I'll, I'll make it look like it's supposed to, but it was supposed to be an Aerosmith jacket, and then she changed it at the last minute to a So I was kind of disappointed. Let's see. Um, I have an Iron Maiden coming up. And I don't know the name of it. It's like off a single and Eddie's standing on a heap and he's screaming and he's holding a book or something. I don't know what that one is. And then I have um, a character, Forky. You ever hear that? It's from Disney or something. A Forky character. Then um, Killers. Trooper comes after that. And then right after that, another trooper. Um, I got a King Diamond coming up I'm looking forward to doing. Oh, Um, two minutes of midnight, another Iron Maiden. Then there's a young artist. Her name is Abby K. And her father, Scott, wants a jacket done. I paint, he gave me a vest for his daughter. And we shipped it over. It came in this box about like this big, tiny, she's tiny, little, petite, little nothing. And I painted her logo on the back of her vest. Now he wants something done, but he's not sure if he's going to get Motorhead or maybe an Abby K again like something in his door to put on his jacket um that black and white eddie that we showing me pictures of mm-hmm. that's coming up then that guy that had um the white misfits Yep. He wants want something done but haven't figured it out he just said put me on the list so he knows the deal and he's on the list and then the 15th one is the one I'm really looking forward to. Um, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up on my phone and show you. It's Cliff Burton from Metallica, and it's that famous picture where he's got both fists like this with skulls on them. Let me see if I can pull it up on here if I have it on my phone. Um, this one, I I just can't wait to do. Just bear with me one moment. I don't think I would be answering all these questions like this. Um, I don't have it.
2: Well, I did find the pinhead.
1: There we go. And I did this live one night. I was on there uh, listening to some music and painting this and Instagram cut me off, says I was broadcasting music illegally. So I kind of threw an online tangent on Instagram, all sorts of names. Like, why can't I listen to music while I'm painting live, you know?
2: Oh, it's, uh, you know, that's a, that's a big thing. Like even on, uh, you know, even here or, uh, any, any of these big tech platforms, They've always got bots listening for uh, any type of copyright written material we were doing uh, on uh, one of my friends that popped in earlier to the to the live feed here tonight. Um, We used to do a uh, karaoke stream on on his channel. And one night. His wife was singing like you know a show tune from one of the Disney animated movies.
1: And they cut you off.
2: Yeah, they 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 flagged and struck the channel, uh, and then like thirty seconds later, we were right back up up and running.
1: Yeah, that's what happened over here. I I couldn't understand. It. I was like you know you know how boring it to sit there painting and people just I felt like Bob Ross after a while. I was like you know, I'm gonna add a little bit of cerulean blue here, and uh, you know, people think you're weird because you're an artist. I started actually sounding like him. I found that people love that old-school creepy sepia crinkled look. Oh, yeah. I was um, testing up, posting up stuff at night just before I go to bed as a teaser for the next morning. Because you know how you're supposed to post on the up of the users to the peak? And then mm-hmm. like that. So, like, you know, where I am, it says I should be posting around 6.37 in the morning, and the peak is around 12 noon. I said, you know what? The peak has got to be higher somewhere else in the United States and in the world. So I tried that at nighttime and it actually worked. So no one else is doing that. You know, do the inverse of your peak. Mine is seven o'clock post. So I posted seven o'clock at night, seven in the morning. Seems to be the best time. This jacket. The, came no. the, the Cliff Burton is going to look like this. All sepia toned, all brown like that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, make the whole video look like this, where you see me painting and my hands look like the sepia. Mm-hmm. But then I'm gonna have two copies of it. One's gonna be in color and one's gonna be in sepia tone. And then midstream, like see me painting right there, all of a sudden yeah. my hands are gonna turn into real color. But how the hell did he do that? But the painting's gonna remain the same because it's actually gonna be painted to look just like that, that type of style. I wish I had a picture of it, it's, it's really cool. Oh
0: my
1: god! <laughs> when I posted this, someone said, "Oh, you're doing uh, Judge Dredd."
2: Well, f- funny story. The uh, the Batman who laughs, and and you you did one of those. Um, the the character designed for that was actually, you know, and everybody goes. That's a blatant ripoff of uh, Two Thousand AD. Judge Dredd's uh, arch nemesis, Judge Death.
1: There's there's so many ripoffs. It's it's unbelievable.
2: Yeah. There's there's no. They go. Oh, there's no original ideas left. I go. Well, apparently not, because all you know how to do is remake movies that are perfectly good in the first place.
1: The rehash. The
2: rehash. The rehash. Yeah.
1: This woman didn't want Eddie at all. She's she was dead set on. I want this. And um, this is very different than all the other jackets. The, the whole background, you could see all the background. But um, I mixed metallic paints in the black and the silver and the gray so, so that the snake would shimmer when you when you move it, and mm-hmm. it shimmers. It came out a lot better than I anticipated it. She was completely blown away. She actually went over to Europe, and she wore it at a concert. So I made them over there.
2: Very cool. So there's been lots of questions tonight, but I figured I'd prep you because that's that's all these shows are. You know, you might get on topic and uh, and go off on on a tangent, but it's just lots of questions, especially the first time you're on somebody's show. And uh, I want to thank you for coming on mine because uh, this has been. Uh, very cool to to hang out and uh, get to know you a little bit better. And uh, now that I'm following you, you might see some of your videos appearing up in my story. On uh, oh,
1: please, uh, you have you have my full permission right now. Anything you want to rip off of my profile and post it onto yours, anything and everything,
2: go ahead. Oh, I'd be I'd be happy to share it. Uh, if you do anything where you're going to be doing. Some kind of giveaway. If you want to email me a uh, a video, um, okay, I'll be able to play it. Uh, you know, during my shows, like uh, like right now, uh, I have to uh, give a little airtime to our sponsor tonight. Oh, okay, how does that work? Like, like, do I see a commercial pop up? Uh, yep. I'm gonna in two seconds. I'm gonna click a button, and you get to watch a little movie.
1: Oh, cool. Let me see how this works.
0: War is a topic of vital importance. A subject of inquiry that cannot be ignored. It is a matter of life and death. It can be a road to safety
2: or to ruin. In An alternate version of our world. Brought to the brink of Total Collapse. Rival nations fight for global domination and elite pilots in futuristic combat suits wage war on the battlefield of tomorrow. Now, six brave soldiers on a seemingly routine rescue mission will encounter more than they bargained for and uncover a dangerous secret that could change their world if they live long enough to see it. Now on Indiegogo in demand, go get yours today. That was cool. Yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for mine to come in.
1: I have to I have to contact you and find out what the format and the pixels are like that because I assume if I send something over to you, it would have to fall into those guidelines and that format, correct?
2: Um any any kind of video I can just when you send it over, I can just upload it uh from from my PC uh, right to uh, my StreamYard platform here.
1: Okay, because um, I would definitely love to send you over something when I plan to do a, uh, another giveaway because I'm branching into a different realm of things that, I, that I've been doing. You know, there's the jackets and then there's these cutouts, but um, I have a wood shop and I do a lot of work for restaurants and so on and so forth prior to COVID. I mean, it, The business pretty much died. So, I have to figure out a way to resurrect it. So, with these heads and this Iron Maiden heads that I've done, I've got a bunch of designs that have been bouncing around in here. Mm -hmm. I uh, purchased a CNC machine. So, I'm going to be able to cut what I see and then paint it and then put it together so it's stacked and layered in frames with lights and. actually going to put little speakers in there so you can put your iPod on there. And if it's Iron Maiden or Motorhead or Van Halen or Marvel Comics or whatever it may be, it'll be very unique pieces of artwork that you can buy, hang it up in your room, turn it on as a nightlight, pop your iPod in there, and you can play music through it as well. That's the intention.
2: Oh, cool. I got lots of music. I was a DJ for 30 years.
1: Yeah, this just like you know this. It's only limited by the imagination, and coffee makes mine go crazy. So, I, oh I, I, yeah, like <laughs> ton of stuff to do.
2: So, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, just let everybody know where they can follow you on social media.
1: Okay, you can follow me on Instagram only right now. Um, not on Facebook at Eric E R I C Corrales K
2: A R A L I S. That's Instagram at Eric Corrales. And you'll know you got the right guy when it says Eric the Painter on the on the profile.
1: William, uh, this I was very nervous about this all day. This was pretty cool. Um, if you ever want to bring me back sometime in the future or anything like that, I would love to come back and do this again.
2: Oh, anytime. Just uh, just hit me up uh, when you got some new stuff going on. or.
1: I'll, I'll or, do that when I have a giveaway because I want to do a really, really nice giveaway. I have a lot of Iron Maiden fans, so um, I'm going to do a few different designs. And I want to say thank you to people. They pick up the shipping, though, and they'll get something really, really cool. Awesome.
2: Yeah, just just let me know what's going on. I'm gonna be following you, you know, like like the stalker you wish you never had. And uh, what's again, your favorite, what's your favorite thing? Um, A band or something like that? Because I see you got Red Sox on there. Well, I'm from Boston. My favorite my favorite thing is hockey. Okay. I'm a, I'm a big old school hockey fan, and I've met most.
1: Some of them have passed
2: away since, but I've met most of the championship teams from the seventies. That most of the players that played for Boston from you know seventy to seventy-two. Uh, a few of them have passed since, but I've I've met them all, and I've got hockey pucks and photos and everything. Down the other end is the fam is the. It room, looks like I live in a bit of warehouse. yeah, it looks like I live in a bit of warehouse, but it's uh an old refurbished factory.
1: It's gotta be cool. Maybe you should you should go through there and video it and show everybody because I, I, I like seeing where people work like their offices. I'm always zooming into the pictures to see like it's yeah, something. it's like
2: I got like uh, twenty eight hundred square feet uh, which includes an open kitchen, uh, bathroom, and two bedrooms. so you know. My girl and I are still putting the place together. Uh, down here is a mess, but as you can see I have lots of stuff. Oh, I hear you. Toys, posters, comics, action figures. You know, you just do a little bit every day, and you put it in order. And that uh that white shirt that's hanging up off the uh, off the bookcase down there, yep, is is the one that my friend airbrushed. He airbrushed the logos on the front. And he painted uh, Joe Linsner's character Dawn on the back for me. And she's holding on for dear life. Probably afraid I was going to fall on her or something. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to thank you very much for coming on. Uh, We'll we'll talk off screen. Uh, And in case you didn't get to write it down and you've been staring at his handle for Instagram the entire time or unless you're listening to it on a podcast, either down below or up above, depending whether you're watching us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or if you went to uh, one of the podcast platforms to download this episode or listen to it there, if you scroll down to the description, all the information is there, including my link tree where you can follow me everywhere. And uh, we will catch everybody uh, next week. Brand new guests, you know, same Joker time, same Joker channel. And we'll catch you all on the flip side. I'll
1: tune in next next Wednesday.